What are protests and what do they mean to you? Well, stick around and we're gonna talk about that tonight. But first, good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts. Welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. Cheers. All right. Protests. No, we're not talking about walking around with signs and telling people how you feel. We are talking about government contract or acquisition protests. And there are three kinds of protests that you need to know about. Agency-level protests, GAO protests, and Court of Federal Claims protests. But you're probably wondering to yourself, who can actually protest? Well, in order to protest, you have to have what's called standing in an acquisition or have an economic interest in the acquisition. So in order to protest, you either have to be able to bid on an acquisition or have already bid and have been disqualified for some reason or the other. When considering whether or not to protest, a lot of people are concerned, will there be implications? Will the agency have uh, a negative reaction to the company for protesting? Generally speaking, no. I've even seen cases where the agency has encouraged the vendor to protest when they've raised concerns. But of course, it's an awful experience for everyone. I think industry as well, although it's very easy to start going through the entire process is time consuming. And it is not a lot of fun, especially on the government side as a contracting officer or a lawyer or a program office. It's a difficult and stressful process to go through. But it doesn't generally result in any sort of backlash towards the company. A protest will either be adjudicated favorably or unfavorably towards the company that submitted the protest. But the reality is it works itself through a process through a third party generally that will provide an opinion. And that opinion is something that all parties will have to abide by. And in the acquisition process, there's very little opportunity for prejudice or just general you know, grudges being held against a company. So I would say while you shouldn't use protests as a automatic go-to every time you're not happy, it is an appropriate step to use if you believe an acquisition is being done inappropriately, either through the requirements of the initial acquisition strategy or in the way in which a decision was being made. Now, when you consider protesting, there's some very important things that you need to know. A protest must absolutely be in writing. That is the required method for submitting. There's no specific format on how you submit a protest other than the fact that it has to be submitted in writing. When doing an agency level protest, an agency level protest can be submitted to the contracting officer or you can request a review a level above the contracting officer. In most cases, the contracting officer will include their legal team and their supervisors anyway when they receive a protest, just to ensure that they are being thorough in their response. But it's important to remember that at the point at which you receive an adverse agency decision, meaning the agency says, no, we will not do anything based on your protest, your clock starts. And what I mean by your clock starts is you have a 10-day window to submit a protest to GAO. That window begins at the point at which you become aware of a protestable issue. Now, that clock doesn't necessarily start if you begin with an agency-level protest. So it's not 10 days from the point at which you determine a protest would be appropriate. 
it's 10 days from the point at which you receive an adverse notification. That clock will then start for the GAO timeline. Oftentimes it's worth doing a, an agency level protest because the issues can be worked out and negotiated between the agency and the company. They're significantly cheaper and much, much faster, typically 45 days or less. A GAO protest is typically 90 days at least, assuming they take the protest. At the point of which a GAO protest is rendered, then you can choose to either accept the outcome or you can also take it to the Court of Federal Claims. You can also go directly to the Court of Federal Claims, although those protests are generally around negligence and GAO protests are generally around not adhering to the source selection plan as stated in the RFP or the general requirements of the competition are inappropriate for some reason. For instance, uh, unfairly limiting competition. So when considering what type of protest to do, you want to an analyze what are the what is the outcome you're looking for? What is the challenge that you think is legitimate? And what is the likelihood of the organization acknowledging it and taking action? A GAO protest may allow an acquisition to continue unless you also request a stay. If you request a stay, then the acquisition will halt or the award will halt and no work will continue. This is obviously very disruptive to program offices, uh, especially if they've been using a typical waterfall approach and it took them maybe a couple years to get to that point and now they may have to wait yet another 90 days. But in any case, it does tend to delay things. When you think about what types of acquisitions can be protested, it's often believed that other transaction authority cannot be protested. And I do believe that when legislators created other transaction authority outside of the FAR they intended, that it could not be protested to, to GAO. However, that was proven to not be true when uh, GAO took it upon themselves to uh, take and rule on a GAO case at the DOD, and that has risen a bunch of questions about whether or not that will happen again, or is that a legitimate risk? Generally speaking, GAO should only consider an OT protest if the challenge itself is whether or not it should be OT. But once it's past that point, then it should either be in the agency level or the Court of Federal Claims. So there you have it, the little introductory overview of protests, when to use them, how to use them, what type there are and who's involved. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, happy to dive a little deeper into this and I'll post some links on the bottom below to help you do your own research if you wanna get a little bit deeper into the subject matter. And until next week, cheers. <laughs>